auditing firms are calling it quits on the crypto industry. Recently, Mazars and Armanino have decided to turn their back on crypto exchanges. Mazars, of course, was involved in providing proof of reserves auditing for Binance. However, people seem to not really buy the proof of reserves, hence why we got massive withdrawals from Binance in recent days. Furthermore, Armanino had provided auditing for FTX.us. However, John D. Ray III, who is overseeing the bankruptcy of FTX, has said those audited books should not be trusted. That's not to cast aspersions at Armanino, so much as the whole debacle surrounding FTX. Unsurprisingly, Permabear Michael Burry has chimed in. Michael Burry, of course, is most well known for the big short and his trading behavior around the GFC. He specifically noted, this is the problem. In 2005, when I started using a new kind of credit default swap, our auditors were learning on the job. That's not a good thing. Same goes for FTX, Binance, etc. The audit is essentially meaningless. So here Michael Burry is noting with credit default swaps that at the time, it was very difficult to know exactly how risky they were or what the valuation of them was. The credit default swaps effectively were another form of derivative that was maybe not properly assessed. And the auditors didn't have the skills and acumen to be able to properly assess their true value and the underlying riskiness. And this meant the audits were not terribly useful. He's drawing parallels here to what's going on in crypto. And in particular, the illiquidity of some cryptocurrencies, the difficulty valuing some cryptocurrencies, how much of the actual float is freely trading, and this also feeds into the valuation and the risk level of these cryptocurrencies. And what exactly is going on behind these crypto exchanges? The shenanigans might be going on with shifting assets around, and also in terms of the riskiness of some of the margin trading activities. As a result, some of the audits, particularly the proof of reserves, might not be providing a complete picture of what's going on with the auditing here. So that's what Michael Burry is saying. He then screenshots an article from Bloomberg, the key highlights of which state, accountant that vetted Binance's reserves halts all crypto work. French audit firm Mazars holds work for Binance and Crypto.com. Crypto firms claim they are unable to sign deals with big four firms, which is mostly accurate, although notably some of these big four firms seem to be trying to create subsidiaries that can do some auditing in the crypto space. Mazars Group, the accounting firm used by crypto giant Binance Holdings and other big players in the industry to vouch for their assets held in reserve, has halted all work on crypto clients dealing a blow to an industry seeking to shore up confidence in the wake of FTX's collapse. The French firm has suspended work for cryptocurrency firms because of indications that markets have not been reassured by the proof of reserves reports that it has published so far, according to an email from the firm seen by Bloomberg News. The firm was also concerned about intense media scrutiny, the email said. Mazars has indicated that they will temporarily pause work for crypto clients globally. A spokesperson for Binance said in a statement to Bloomberg News on Friday. Unfortunately, this means we will not be able to work for Mazars at the moment. A Mazars spokesperson said the firm will issue a statement in due course, declining to comment further. The decision is a setback for an industry that has been trying to bolster its credibility with investors following the collapse of crypto exchange FTX, which has been accused of misusing customer funds. Auditors faced similar backlash in recent weeks, given that FTX itself had engaged such services prior to its collapse, and these had seemingly missed any warning signs. Cryptocurrencies fell after the report, 
with Bitcoin down as much as 2.7% in Europe trading. BNB, the native token of Binance Smart Coin, fell as much as 4.5%. Paraspace Mazars has been at the forefront of the crypto industry's rust to conduct proof-of-reserves reports for the likes of Binance and other exchanges, including Crypto.com and KuCoin. A spokesperson for Crypto.com said it would continue to engage with reputable audit firms in 2023, while KuCoin didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. Bloomberg then continues on to note some issues with proof of reserves. And this really highlights several problems with auditing within this space. The first one, of course, is proof of reserves. Proof of reserves is basically saying that this crypto exchange has a set pool of money that might be able to address the deposits people have with that exchange. So to use a really simple example, if I've deposited one Bitcoin onto Binance, then proof of reserves would tell me that Binance has a Bitcoin that they could give me if I wanted to get it back. That would be a one-for-one reserves that they might hold. The problem with proof of reserves is it is very, very incomplete for a few reasons. The first one, of course, is it tells us nothing about the liability picture of proof of reserves. In particular, they might have reserves one for one. But if that firm has gone on gotten a lot of corporate debt, then that corporate debt might still wipe you out. If they've done a lot of risky margin loans, then those risky margin loans could hypothetically be called back. But if you get an FTX-like situation where Alameda took out margin loans, seemingly an unlimited stream of margin loans, then withdrew the money from the platform, then spent that money on random junk, and then lost the money, then Alameda was no longer able to repay FTX, which then was no longer able to repay its own depositors. Now, clearly, there could be safeguards to prevent that happening. Safeguards, for example, involve not allowing you to take off X amount of money from the platform. Safeguards would involve proper margin calls. Safeguards would involve proper assessment of collateral. For example, if you've got an illiquid poop coin, then that probably should not be very much collateral for very much borrowing at all, if any. By contrast, if you've got Bitcoin, that might be collateral for a little bit of borrowing. In ordinary financial markets, stocks can be collateral for borrowing. We've seen Elon Musk do exactly that. But something like Tesla is still a little bit less volatile than many cryptos. We have more knowledge about the true value of what Tesla might be than many cryptos. It's less likely Tesla will go to zero than many of the poop coins. As a result, it might be better collateral. But even then, Elon Musk can't necessarily borrow one for one with his Tesla stock. And as a result, what's going on behind the scenes in these crypto exchanges is sometimes super opaque. And this is where the audit firms might be thinking at this point, well, can we really verify anything else? And if we're putting out a proof of reserves, might that proof of reserves be interpreted as us vouching for the company? And if it is interpreted as such, do they really want to take that reputational risk? The second issue underlying this is closely related, which is that if we've seen with FTX, that FTX was behaving in a whole manner of dodgy ways. They were getting client funds and allegedly using that for political donations, for buying personal assets, for doing other random junk with a quote-unquote hedge fund that isn't really a hedge fund, is just a random speculation vehicle. Then do these auditing firms really know exactly what is happening? And if they're just being asked to do a limited audit, 
in limited orders of proof of reserves, might they be taking a massive reputational risk from doing this? And really, the costs of doing that, the cost of reputational risk there, might offset any client fees they might get. Particularly if, having audited one of these firms, and this firm goes bankrupt, these auditors might then lose other traditional clients because they might be seen as incompetent thereafter. The third thing, of course, is that working out the true value of any of these cryptocurrencies is super difficult. So if you've got a poop coin that is thinly traded, is it worth zero? Is it worth a little bit above zero? Is it worth anything? What is it even worth? That's the problem the audit firms are coming up with. And if, for example, as an auditor, you're not just doing proof of reserves, you're not just saying this exchange has one poop coin for every poop coin that is deposited, if what you're doing is basically saying this firm has sufficient reserves for any withdrawals, then you're implicitly lumping up a poop coin that is trading for above its true value with Bitcoin, which might be trading at its true value, so to speak. And by intertangling all of these different cryptos, you end up with a mess. You end up with a number that is ultimately meaningless because you're combining something that might have true value with something that's absolutely junk. You come up with an ultimate result and it doesn't really tell you anything. And this is the same, like I mentioned, with all of the margin loans that some of these cryptocurrency exchanges are ultimately doing. Then you add on the issue that there were very few firms auditing these crypto companies. So for example, we had Armanino, who is now pulled out. Mazars, which is now pulled out. We had BDO, which is looking at pausing any of its crypto auditing. And then you had some other small players, but they were relatively minor. This led to a lot of auditing concentration. This is a massive problem, because if you think back to say 2002, in the wake of the collapse of Enron and WorldCom, one of the changes in the Sarbanes-Oxley Act was to force firms to rotate their auditors every few years, and to try to avoid auditors having too much concentration within the marketplace. Clearly, there's limits to how effective that's going to be, but the underlying goal here is to prevent a nepotistic system whereby an audit firm, due to its perhaps leech-like relationship with a company, feels like it is only going to provide positive reports. Basically, it really is addicted to those client fees, and to get those client fees, it always gives an unqualified audit report. By contrast, when you've got this rotation, you're basically forcing audit firms to come in and assess this firm de novo. Furthermore, it divorces the client relationship. That is, it means these audit firms no longer have a vested incentive to provide artificially positive and artificially uplifted auditing opinions for these companies, because they're only going to be with that firm for a few years before they have to retote out. By contrast, when you've got auditing concentration within the crypto industry, you don't quite have that. And maybe for these auditing firms, the reputational risk of getting involved in something they don't really understand, getting involved in something that, as Michael Burry has asserted, they are learning about upon the job, getting involved in something that carries great reputational risk is not really worth it. The ultimate problem, however, is how do we get any auditing of these crypto exchanges? Maybe it would be better for us to have an audit firm that provides a quasi-audit but then heavily caveats it, heavily says, this is what we can do with the information we have, but use at your own risk and also assess things yourself, rather than relying blindly upon an audit firm that is basing its opinion on incomplete information. 